Nurgle is the Lord of Decay, who presides over physical corruption and morbidity. He is the father of plagues, and putrefactions are attracted to him like flies to a rotted corpse. For his amusement, he devises foul contagions that he inflicts upon the mortal world, the result of which greatly fascinate him. Nurgle's gaze thus drawn to those mortals bloated with sickness, and he generously favors those who spread disease in his name. To Nurgle, every rattled corpse is a welcoming nursery for wriggling maggots and cloying plague spores. Every stagnant lake and rotting forest is a paradise in which parasitic larvae and bountiful poxes can flourish. These are the gifts that Nurgle lavishes upon the mortal realms, and if there is malice behind his generosity, it is directed only to those ingrates who try to decline his offerings. Hello, all you wonderful listeners. It is I, Nobbler G, and welcome to Nurgle November, a lore study of all things Nurgle in the Age of Sigmar setting. This series will take us through what we know and do not yet know of Nurgle and all of his followers leading up to their awesome release this December. So please, sit back and enjoy this look into the Plague Father's world of corruption in the series brought to you by Grimdark Live, called Nurgle November. Tentacles, master of the plague fleets, gut rot, spoon. Gut rot, spoon is a lord of many tribes and the commander of the greatest plague fleet in the mortal realms. A proud warrior whose towering arrogance often leads him into battles against overwhelming odds. Spoon has risen from the ashes of former failure to reclaim his position as one of the preeminent warlords of his age. The love of the sea runs in Spoon's veins. As a youth, he earned his name from his habit of plunging into the sea with nothing but a knife. He spent more and more time underwater, slaying the eater fish and sword sharks that roamed the fjords and dragging their corpses back to his tribe. His ability as a warrior and a provider did not go unnoticed, and Spoon soon became the Jarl of his tribe. Gutrot was not seeking to impress his fellow humans, however, but the gods above. Spoon dived time and time again into the sea, while his contemporaries and counterparts hunted such beasts like spawns and trolls and slaughter brutes on the tundra of his homeland. Spoon sunk his knife into carabosses, sea serpents, and merworm alike. When Spoon heard a tale of a gigantic rock kraken that was haunting the coasts of the biolands, he made haste to hunt it down. The lunatic ambition of his plan saw his expedition amassing an entire flotilla of wolf ships, which, filled with tribesmen, eager to turn the seas red with the blood of this monster. Though it took Spoon several months of battling not only the deadly beasts of the sea, but also enemy fleets that sought to stop them, 
His shattered fleet eventually found the oily slicks of the disease fluids that were said to follow the rot kraken's passage. Wasting no time, Spoon stripped to the waist and dived deep into the waters. He followed the noisome stream of secretions that he reasoned led to the kraken's lair. Swimming ever deeper until he glimpsed a tentacle, a shadow of a tentacle, of immense size writhing in the depths. His confidence brimming, Spoon swam down and buried his blade in the thick fat that protected the Kraken's skull. A series of low subsonic shivers pounded through the water, their tempo sounding uncomfortably like booming laughter. Too late, Spoon saw a smaller tentacled beast converging upon him. Each of the pallid things was no larger than a hound, though they attacked in such a number that he soon found himself fighting for his life, rubbery white tentacles slapping and grabbing, razoring beaks bit into his flesh. One of the creatures swallowed Spoon's left arm whole. Realizing that he had seconds left at the most, the Jarl fought his way free, his legs scissoring as he reached desperately for the surface. He did not expect to survive, just as his men did not expect him to return from his foolhardy quest. Yet, Grandfather Nurgle was feeling even more generous than usual, and though his rival gods turned away in disinterest at Spoon's failure, the Lord of Decay saw it fit to reward him for his bravery. When Gutrot finally surfaced, his body had changed beyond recognition. His left side had merged with the kraken spawn that had taken his arm, and his entire flank bristled with tentacles and writhed with a mind of their own. His gut had swollen to twice its original bulk, and his skin was the ghostly white of an undersea beast. Spoon climbed aboard his flagship once more, not as the Jarl of his tribe, but the Reborn as the Lord of Tentacles. Since that day, Gutrot Spoon and his fleet have traveled the mortal realms, raiding and spreading corruption at will. Spoon's flagship is a rotting hulk of gargantuan size that teeters atop the monstrous and mountainous kraken, while his fleet sails over land and sea alike upon the slime that it leaves in its wake. Hello, and thank you for listening to this installment of Nurgle November. I hope you enjoyed this bit of fun as we head towards the new release for Nurgle uh, for Age of Sigmar 3.0. So be on the lookout for more Nurgle Novembers to come very, very soon. But until then, stay gross, you gamer goons. See you next time. Bye. Remember this, my little pimples. The grandfather loves you. Let me blow you a kiss. (laughs) 